Dynamo's Dozen, the podcast that I bring you each and every single week, where I will talk about whatever may be on my mind, from pro wrestling, sports, entertainment, music, movies, muesli, fresh socks and jocks, and everything in between, never forgetting the talc. This is Dynamo's Dozen, and this is Dynamo's In. Hashtag Dynamos in the show that I've decided to bring you that will be based predominantly around Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks super, super successful show All In, which was on September the 1st, Saturday just gone. The venue was the Sears Center in Chicago, Illinois. It was promoted by these three guys with a dream. They made it available on pay-per-view through Fight TV and Honor Club. And now, for all of you that have not seen this spectacle, it's available on demand through the NJPW uh, World, which is basically the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling version of the WWE Network. Uh, This show featured anybody who's anybody who isn't in the WWE. It featured all the big independent pro wrestling stars, including a TV star, and his co-TV star. However, I happen to have someone who actually was there live and in colour. Because there's not many Irish people that I know that actually went to it. Because on social media so far, I've not seen many people show um, pictures from the event or being there at the event. But this man has actually been a friend of mine for a long, long time. A lot of you, um, a lot of you guys and gals out there who attend a lot of the uh, independent wrestling shows here in Ireland, like OTT and Fight Factory and all the other great shows, MSW, I'm not going to mention everyone's name, you know, I've got love for you all, but I can't sit here mentioning absolutely everybody because I would be here until tomorrow and that's not going to happen. But uh, I am happy to announce because this guy, has, uh, as I said, he's been a long-time friend and we've always been waiting for the right opportunity to actually bring him onto the show. And it just so happened... That um, I happened to watch the All In show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Ian, the Dynamo Kelly, did watch the show. Um, and uh, I've got a lot to say about the show. And it might surprise some of you. Um, and I might not surprise some of you. But I've dedicated this version of Dynamo's Dozen to Cody Rose and the Young Bucks. And everything that they did. And I'm calling it hashtag Dynamo's In. Let's get this motherfucker trending. 
um, just like that show was trending number one on the night that it was on. But without further ado, I am going to bring, uh, one of, like I say, one of my very good wrestling friends, very well respected around the uh, the wrestling fandom scene, but also with a lot of wrestlers as well, seeing they all know him, this guy has trained himself as well. This isn't your everyday fan. This is my good buddy, Ted Irving. How are you, my friend? How you doing, man? How are you? How are you, good buddy? Yeah, glad to have you on, man. A lot of lads know you, obviously, from being around. That, you know, you, you go to pretty much all the shows. You don't overstep your boundaries. You go to the show. You like to watch the. You like to watch the matches, and you go home, and that's it. Yeah. And you've got a nice social media presence too. You would talk to all the other fans about shows and stuff like that, and you tend to put people in a place when they need to, which um, I like. Which bits, I like bits and pieces uh, when they need to in the right way. In the don't right want to way. do it too much. But you're a proper wrestling fan, Ted. You uh, you 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 go to wrestling shows with an open mind. Um, you like to be entertained, but you also like what you like, and I mean, yeah. Well, you... I'm not going to judge any any wrestling before I see it. I'll go. I'll go to anything. I'll give it a try. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's all there to be entertaining. If I don't like it on the day, I don't like it on the day. But I'll never, I'll never go in with preconceived notions of what I want yeah. to happen. You won't be one of these idiots that goes in and just decides to uh, barter the, the you know the wrestlers and berate them and call silly names out there like certain individuals who. Shall not be named. Yeah, no, I, I don't want to give any wrestler stick. They've they put their time, they've put mm-hmm. their effort, they put their body on the line to, to entertain me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I paid in, but that doesn't mean I get to give them shit. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, this isn't all about that. This isn't all about uh, how to conduct yourself in a orderly fashion at a, at a pro wrestling event. Um, those of you guys and gals that go there know how you should do it anyway. Enjoy, have fun, drink beer, be merry. Don't throw beers at wrestlers. Don't, Show profanity at female wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the show. Keep your mouth open, wide, scream, do what the hell you want. This isn't me telling you to keep your mouth shut. Just enjoy the show. And it is what it is. And uh, keep on going to the matches. And keep yeah. supporting Irish wrestling and independent wrestling. Um. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, this is a crazy one. Because, I mean, for, for all the fans of OTT, which is, you know, fucking huge in this country um, and, yeah, and, and yeah. rightly so yeah rightly it's, so. it's made a big big um, name for itself yeah and, and fair play to Joe and all the guys still doing a great job all these years later yeah killing um, killing so yeah I mean all the fans that go like all 2000 fans that sell out the National Stadium all the time all know exactly um, and they listen to this podcast too because this is the podcast that puts the D in podcasting and that is right because I am the dynamo. You can take that whichever way you want. Um, the D that is. So, essentially, Ted, um, I want to start, actually, with this show. Um, before we get into the ins and outs of, of the actual event itself. Tell me the backstory of this. Because I didn't even know that you were, uh, that you were going to the show. You would, I think you would text me on the day of the show. Because yeah. I, I believe I sent you a message asking me how I could watch it. Because I wasn't sure. I, yeah. I knew that there was the Fight Network. So I was... Which I, I, I made sure. Because I, I wasn't going to be able to stay up and watch the live event. And I knew I could get it on uh, NJPW World. But I wanted to see it like the next day as close as I could. You know, in and around. And I knew it would be repeats of Fight. But that's after you told me that. Yeah. And then um, you would tell me. Your response was... Oh well, I'm actually at the event. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, "What?" I'd kind of, I'd kind of kept it, kept it quiet because you know, wasn't something I wanted to be publicizing overly much, uh, yeah. especially with the with the way I decided to uh, to travel. So how did it come about? Um, so, uh, me and two of the lads I went to college with. Yeah. Uh, we go to OTT shows every month. Yeah, yeah, sure. And uh, it was actually the last national stadium show. We were on our way because you guys are lifers at OTT shows. I mean, yeah, yeah. We, sure we, you go to I think them. I've missed like I think I've missed like two or three shows in the last two years or so. Which isn't bad. Um, and only then because I wasn't in the bloody country. Um, well, that's that's as good an excuse, yeah, like, I suppose. I'll be at everything I can. Um, no, we're going to the latest national stadium show. Yeah. And uh, decided we'd go get food beforehand because yeah, you know, it's a long show. Sure. Got it. Boys got to eat. Um, and we were just sitting there, and it kind of started as a bit of a joke. Uh, we watch, we watched Be the Elite and stuff, and there was kind of a. Well, bit so of a like joke. the concept of like yeah, possibly was, going to yeah, Chicago was, came it up. Was, it was kind of a joke. One of the how lads, many days is this beforehand? Oh, this is a few months. That, uh, oh, so it's a few I, months. Okay. Yeah, it was a bit of a joke when the lads was like the tickets hadn't even gone on sale or anything, 
And one of the lads was just like, so, are we all in? And it was just a, a little joke between... You thought, you thought it was going to be the tree arena, did you? <laughs> no, we knew it wouldn't be tree arena, but, you know, it was a little bit of a joke between... They could have sold it out. The, oh, they would have sold tree arena out easily. Looking at it now. Yeah, yeah. easily would have. But, um, no, we were just thinking, we were like, oh, yeah, it's a bit of a laugh, we'll do it. And then it got a bit closer to ticket sale time. Yeah. And we're in a little WhatsApp between the three of us. And, we and like, this is when the venue had been announced and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah everything had been announced. So the senior we centre, they knew it was going to be there. Yeah, we yeah. knew where it was. We knew everything. And we were like, so is this is this happening? Are we, are we all in? Are we hashtag all in? And all three of us said yes. Um, so you had to sign up to a website, the Sears Centre website, because that's where you bought your tickets. Ah, so the, 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 that's the way they sold them? So they, they the sold it predominantly through the actual venue? Yeah, you had to buy them from the venue. So I like that. That's a really good... Yeah. That's a really smart... Um, really good idea. Yeah. But, um, it avoids any kind of hassle as well for the guys. Like, it takes away pretty much all of the admin yeah. work for the for it, the three guys. It free, like. frees them up, especially since it's their first time running a show. Yeah. That, of that like, first time running any show, I think, let alone of... 10,000 seats. That's fucking genius. Yeah. I didn't know they'd done that. So, signed up to the website a few days beforehand. Wow. And thought to myself, right, they go on sale at, I think it was like 3.30 Eastern. Okay. Which, I, like, it's like 9 o'clock or something over here. 9 I don't know. p.m. Yeah. So, um, tried to log in on the time. Yeah. Uh, white screen. Couldn't log in. Oh, shit. At all. Not, not at all. And uh, the, so the show sold out in 29 minutes. I, uh, two hours later, I still couldn't log into the site. Shit. Um, they crashed the site. Wow. Uh, no one from, as far as I know, I don't think anyone outside of America could actually log into the site. There was so much traffic on it. So uh, with that done, we hadn't booked anything else because you're not booking flights if you can't get tickets to the show. Yeah, yeah of course, of course. So we haven't booked anything and uh, I say it to the guys, I'm like, oh, I, I couldn't log in. I, I couldn't get tickets. I couldn't log in. Because you are the man. Yeah. You, I, are, you are the ticket man. I mean, yeah, I around go, these parts. I, I really go for it. When, when I decide I'm going to do something, I make sure I'm getting this tickets. This man has made my lifelong dream come true. And I am going to see Ozzy Osbourne in yeah, Dublin uh, that on that January that the 30th. That, so. that one was easy. I had a pre-sale code. Uh, that was easy to get. But uh, these... Giving away your secrets. These, uh, these not so easy. Um, and like normally I'm pretty good at getting tickets to stuff like this like yeah. I don't think I've stood at an OTT show for since like maybe the second or third one except one time where we weren't sure if we could go and then we had to buy tickets late but I've sat at every other OTT show yeah Um. not never in the front row because man I can't show up at like 12 o'clock on a Saturday to line up to be in the front row I have my seat I don't care where it is if I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna sit. But I, I can't I can't commit my whole day. Fair play to anyone who can, but like one, I gotta travel from Bray out and two, I, I, I can't dedicate my whole day to standing outside in the cold. Yeah, man. Um I've I've wrestled as well. I mean yeah. I don't understand like yeah. It's just it's a long <laughs> queue. <You've laughs> if, if you if you wanna be the guy that gets that one yeah. high five, fair I mean, play if, to you. If yeah. you get the front row seats, you know, and if you're queuing up that long you deserve it. Far be it from me to tell you not to do it. But uh yeah, couldn't get tickets to this said to the lads listen we didn't get tickets we're we're, we're all out no we're not all in we're all out we're all out we're um, fucked but it kind of kind of annoyed me that the reason I didn't get tickets wasn't because I was late it's because the site crashed because the site crashed and that that, that kind of just it bothered me I know I can tell it that bothered me. that bothers you it, like, it <laughs> bothered me big time so an intranet I, problem like we can't uh, have that like well not it's not even an internet problem it's their site it's nothing to do with well, me we'll like, blame is, the intranet and they'll blame the intranet no on. well it's it's not their fault they didn't expect this this level of uh, enthusiasm like, well even, they should I mean they're a fucking 12,000 seat arena yeah well I mean even the books didn't like it, the books have said this on uh, on Jericho's podcast like they don't, be, can't, don't be promoting Jericho's podcast here. Man, I'll promote, I'll promote <laughs> anything and everything. Are you Chris kidding Jericho. me? Chris Jericho um, can promote whatever he wants here. But they've said it themselves. They didn't think they'd sell out that quick. Yeah. They hadn't announced a single well, no, match. Nobody expected 29 minutes, no. sell out, not a single match announced. Nobody the only thing you knew, it. The only thing you knew for certain was that you were going to get three people on it. The Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes. No one else had been announced. Nobody expected it. There was it. speculation of, you know, you'll have this guy, you'll have this guy, but you knew for certain... 
those three guys. Well, I think they went about it in the right way because what happened was what they did was, and they're really like the three, especially the, the books. Um, for for as much as, for as much criticism as I give the books, they're I will smart. also give them. Yeah, they're like they're genius uh, self promoters. Um, very much, in a boxing sense, very much like um a David Hay. Yeah. Very good at talking himself up. You know, David Hay yeah. the way he was always able to sell a fight even if you knew he didn't stand a chance. He yeah. made you believe that he did. And that's they're very like that, and I think what where I give them their credit, um, where I think their biggest strength is even more than than their in ring ability, man, the proof's in the pudding. I mean, what's what's they the name up. of the what's the name of the, the outlet that sells their shirts and oh, hot topic, hot topic, and yeah. then they have their own pro wrestling exactly. TVs. They have it all. Yeah, yeah. like um, these guys are selling. I I wouldn't be surprised if these guys are shifting more merch than the likes of John Cena and Roman Reigns. Honestly, it's, 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 these guys shift merch like not more than Finn business. Balor at the moment, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, possibly, but, but that, that could but, change. But look, but these I, guys know how to promote. But my point being there, and I didn't mean to kind of cut you off on, on that sense. It was just I was I was actually people. I told people that they would be surprised hearing the Dynamo talk yeah. about the the young books in in a good light, and the the the. The kudos that I'm giving them here, um, especially, is that self promotion. And what they did was they got the topic, no pun intended, um, out there. Yeah. It was on Jericho's podcast. Jericho was talking about it, like, how is this going to work? And, I mean, legitimately, these guys were talking about, how are they going to pull it and off? They- I mean, Jim Cornette was, or, yeah, Jim Cornette was talking about it. And he was like, man, I'm behind them. I might not like them, but I'm behind them. I yeah. just don't see how they pull this off. But I... Th- I mean, and the and thing is, they have their own show. They have YouTube. Yeah, they have be the elite, and they've promoted it like crazy on that. Well, listen, how many how many tickets does Justin Bieber sell out? I don't know. He's he's selling out in the, the where, hundreds. And where's he come from? Yeah, YouTube, and but that's exactly that's the it. thing. YouTube, it's the way. Like yeah. YouTube, Twitter, all these social media. Social media, they, man. they are the way to go. But um, but anyway, yeah, I, so, I didn't get the tickets. Uh, and I kind of. That, that right to so, me. Yeah, so how did you get them in the end? So I messaged the two lads and I was like, listen, we didn't get them. And I was like, well, I'm kind of pissed off about this. Um, so I actually, I emailed the centre. Sears Centre? You, you emailed? I emailed Sears Centre and I said, listen, I couldn't log into your site. I'm looking to buy tickets. I'm is from there, Ireland. I'm just a poor boy trying to I come said, is there and an, the show. I said, is there any chance <laughs> of tickets? Um, Like, it was your site. I couldn't get on. And I got an email back it was the next day, but I mean, it was the next day because, uh, like, I emailed in the morning. Right, tell so, me the email, come on. Uh, it was really just, it was just a generic email, like, listen, I really wanted to go to this all-in show, I couldn't log into the site. And um, what was the response, though? Come on. So this guy comes back to me, and he says, yeah, sorry about that, Um, there was a lot of traffic, way more than we expected, it crashed our site. Okay, that, yeah, and that's he, understandable. he apologised, yeah. like, he wasn't blaming me, and he said, listen, um... Let me look into it. So, I said, I just said my thanks and I expected I probably won't hear anything more on this. Uh, he comes back to me a few hours later saying, how many tickets? So, I messaged the lads and I was like, listen. I said to him three originally because I just wanted to get this done. Yeah. And I messaged the lads and I said, listen, I've got them. Like, I've got tickets here. Um, This guy, he worked, like, he's the, he's the head of... Um, kind of ticket and stuff in there. Head of talent relations. It wasn't John Laurinaitis, no? It wasn't him, no. It no. wasn't Johnny Ace. Um, no, he's <laughs> he, he works in the Sears Centre and he's the he's big big boy in there. Cool, so he so he got... He, he says to me, like, I can get you three tickets and they're in the fourth row. Fuck. Yeah. So, I say... From, from ringside? Like. Uh, yeah, fourth row. Um, Not from ringside, it's like ringside and then the next section back. And gotcha, four rows yeah, back. yeah, yeah. But close, man. Like that's good. Very close. Mm. And uh, the young books and Cody, to be fair to them, they've uh, they made it accessible. Like I've gone to WWE shows with you, and we've sat that far back, and it's cost us like yeah, a lot you know, of time, a lot of time. It, yeah. It's it's cost a cost a good chunk. Cody and the yeah. books made this. They made it cheap. Ringside was one hundred and fifty quid. Yeah, that's so, awesome. I that's mean, awesome. and that's dollars, so it's probably about one hundred and forty odd euro. Not so even. Not even. We we dropped. I think it was. Maybe, maybe eighty quid on these tickets, and we're like fourth row. We're we're good seats. So you've got so you uh, one, one of the lads, he backs out. Then he says, "Listen, I I can't go." Like, name and shame him. No, I'm not gonna name and shame who. Come on, I'm name not gonna and name shame him. No, no, I won't name and shame who backs out. But uh, he, oh, backed, bitch. He, he backs he backed out. He backed out, and he, he said he was all in with you. He said, 
listen, I, I can't do that. And part of it was to do with the fact that the All-Ireland was on. He's, he's a massive Ga fan. Um, oh, now I'm now I'm really yeah, really annoyed. He's he's gotten enough sick now about I'm this. Really uh, he's a massive guy. he's a massive all Ireland. Now you have to name and shame. No, he goes to every every match. What's his first What's no, his I'm first letter g- begin with? I mean, I wouldn't know him, but he'll know matter. who he is. No, he knows. But who, he knows who he is. He knows who he well, is. Right, well, listen to the man that's not going to be named and shamed. He knows. The who Dynamo he is. says, "Shame on you." He he goes to every he goes to every match. So I can understand why it's such a big deal to him to go to the All Ireland. Ah, listen, the All Ireland's all about um, so the, he, the All and, and plus the All Ireland was fucking I, awesome. And I will say, up the dubs four in a row. Hashtag four um, in a row. So like, there we go. All Ireland is part of it, but then you know there is there's a cost as well. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you're well anyway. About, let's you're let's let's cut a so, long story short on that. Me, so so you're, you're there. You're there with the other guy. So me and this other guy get our ticket, and I ask, can we just get two instead of three? And I'm told no. It's three or nothing. And I'm kind of like, man, do I just buy the third ticket? Of course you do, and sell the motherfucker. Within an hour of getting that message, I get another message back from the guy, from this guy, and he says, actually, someone's just bought that other ticket. You can have the two. Awesome. Super. The stars aligned for you. We've got aligned. our two tickets. So now we have to go and we have to book our flights. We have to book accommodation. We have to get all this shit done. Um, so we book our flights. Uh, we book our flight to fly out Saturday morning at uh, 11 o'clock, yep. which lands us in the States at uh, 2.30 awesome. uh, Sunday. The show kicks off at 5. Oh, dude. So we're talking any sort of mess up here, and we're missing the show. Um, Our flight ends up being delayed by like 25 minutes or so. Yeah. And we're kind of thinking, oh, this is it. Like, we're going to miss the show Like by the time we get there. Because uh, we have to get there, and you can't bring like, we don't have massive bags, but like you can't bring a bag with a load of and clothes and shit into it into the arena. So we have to go to our hotel, which is in the main area of Chicago. Mm-hmm. So you have to, like we have to travel the opposite way of the center, half an hour. Then we turn around and get from there all the way back out to the arena. We get there about halfway through the tag team match between uh, SCU and uh, the Briscoe Brothers. We oh. get there about halfway through that, so we've missed the first first few minutes of the show or whatever. But that's I think that was the first match. Okay, well, we're going to get on to the matches, okay? So you got there. Get there, yeah. You got there anyway. and then Finally get there. You got there, and I had been, I had texted you, as I said, it was just crazy to know yeah. that you were there. I was like, motherfucker, you're there. What in the name of good Lord is happening? Yeah. So, um... By by some way, Satan made sure you got there. It wasn't God. We got there. <laughs> so got you, there about twenty five minutes late, but so we got, got there. there. But you got there, and that's awesome, man. And that's awesome. And we'll get back to that later. You didn't obviously get to see any of the Starcast. That's cool. No, I didn't um, see any of that. We didn't have the t- awesome concept by Starcast. And big shout out to my boy Conrad Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Um, who will be back on but, Dynamo's dozen soon? In fact. It could possibly before I bring special events from Orlando live and in colour. Nice, nice. Maybe not in colour, but live. Live anyway. Um, um, well, well colour for me because you know I'm quite colourful. But uh, no, so Conrad's going to be on. But that was a, that was awesome, awesome job by yeah, Conrad Thompson. Yeah, heard it was class. And, uh, I just didn't make it to yeah, that. Didn't yeah. we? We weren't going to be able to get a flight for that. Yeah. So, so, but that was a, that was a cool concept, and and I heard uh, a certain. Um, a certain favourite of Jim Cornette wasn't allowed at the, at the show. And he's um, going to piss on that man's grave. Yeah, he is going to piss on that man's grave. I, I, I'd plead the fifth on it, but um, well, I'd, love to, I'd love to get them both on the show. Actually, I don't really plead the fifth on it. Vince Russo is kind of karma's a son of a bitch, to be yeah. honest with you. So, But let's get through the card here, because this is what all these sexy guys and gals that listen to Dynamos doesn't want to hear about. And they want to hear... Well, whether well, they keep listening, so they definitely want to hear. I hope they want to what hear what I have to say uh, about this show. You know, you were quite taken aback by some of my, uh, some of my my my, um, I guess, opinions. Yeah. On some of the matches on this usually because you know my kind of wrestling. Yeah, I know. I know um, what you're into. Like I knew what match walking into this. Arena oh yeah, we were going I knew what your favourite match was going to be before and, and anything we'll, had happened. And we'll get to that, yeah, I know. And that's the funny thing about it. And, and the thing about it is, um, for me, uh, this this show, like, 
with Dynamo's Dozen, it's about what people want to hear. This show is relevant to wrestling more so than any WrestleMania over the last year or two. Let's be honest. To the wrestling fan, the people that listen to my show, this this particular show will mean more to them than a lot of probably most WrestleManias put together. Listen, to WrestleMania, WrestleMania is a spectacle. It's awesome. It sells itself. It's it's amazing. But it's, this this show it's unheard of. I don't think now maybe I'm wrong, but since Vince brought WWF or WWE WWF as it was back then when he mm. brought that and amalgamated the territories were killed. I don't think anyone sold ten thousand. Maybe TNA did. No, the only the only two companies. This is a fact. It's it's been proven. The only two companies that have two, only two wrestling companies that have sold over ten thousand is WCW and WWE. Yes. And NWA didn't even do it. Yeah. So since so since the Monday Night Wars have ended, I I don't think anyone sold ten thousand. Well, I mean NWA probably did back in the day, but yeah, NWA falls under the banner of uh, yeah. that, like Jim Crock Jim Crockett Promotions falls yeah. under the banner of WCW. But, but outside then, of those two companies. It's, I don't think on American soil there's No, been, no, it's never it's never been never not been. on American soil. And here's these three guys. They haven't even announced a match. Not one match has been announced. No. Y- you have your inclinations of mm, Kenny Omega is going to be there cuz he's friends with the books. You you know that there's going to be certain guys, but not one match announced. And they sell out. I think it was 11,000 plus okay. tickets in 29 minutes. Like that's Oh no! It's, Love it's, great, hate it's, it's impressive, it's and crazy. it's that's WrestleMania is going to sell out every time. Oh, of course, it's always going to sell course. out. Of course, it, it is. The, the this means more. WrestleMania as a is the show. So I mean, it is. It is the showcase of the immortals. It is whatever adjectives you want to give it. It's you know, it it's Christmas basically. It's like Christmas. It's going to be there every year, and it's going to be something you look forward to. This was something special that was created by three individuals with a dream. Yeah, and for me. Regardless of your opinion of whether you like the guys or you dislike the guys, it doesn't matter. It was something that was put on by three workers that um that were bold enough to to to, to yeah, go into unknown territory. They challenged they, themselves and they they invested their own money in this. But they they challenged the narrative. You know, yeah, they challenged the narrative. A, the promoter they 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 went no, we are in charge. Vince Russo isn't allowed at our convention, yeah. even though it's not their convention. It, we're running it. It's we don't want show. him anywhere they can, near it. They can get anyone they, they decided, want and, 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 and that's it. And like, whether you agree with it or whether you don't, that that's what it is. So we're going to get on to the matches. Now, The um, because I didn't see this either, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. Um, I, I caught the, the last half of this. SCU and Briscoe Brothers. Yeah, so the it was good. Yeah, it, it, it's it was, what, you, what you expected. You've got what you the Briscoe expect. Brothers, two big, hard-hitting boys in there. And that you've got the SCU boys, yeah. um, all fantastic workers. It's what you expected. But now the next one, much. the next one intrigued me, and I didn't see this either. But like uh, as I said, we won't go in depth in into all the matches, but um, we had the Flip Gordon winning um, against by by eliminating Bully Ray. But but what I loved about this especially was the name. It wasn't a twenty man battle royal. It was a nineteen man battle royal. And they called it the over the budget battle, battle royal. royal. I mean, I'll be honest with you, right? And and this is the thing, you know me. I take wrestling very very seriously, but I thought the over the budget battle royal name was genius because it's the over the like we're over budget. Like yeah, it's it's just, just throw brilliant. them in, just throw it's, them all it's in. It's just brilliant. It's like come on, get get them in. Like that's <laughs> like, this this match. I wasn't expecting a whole lot from this. It's it's an over the top battle I mean, royal. It was only seventeen minutes long, so I mean it wasn't. I wasn't it was expecting like, a whole lot from it, man. I loved parts of this. Watching, it's from when I was a kid. The hurricane coming in and choke slamming people. Yeah, like man. hurricane. I don't think I ever saw when he was in WWE that man hit a, a bloody choke slam. I know he tried to double choke slam. He tried, yeah. Triple H and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, guys bigger than him. Yeah, yeah. But he, he never got it. He he hit two two choke slams. He hit two. Hit. He hit two, two big choke slams, and I, I didn't that. see. It. You see, I didn't see it. My, and my... then there's there's this like I, I don't know all these independent wrestlers. Not all of them. Like no. there's guys like Moose, Eddie Edwards. There is some big names. There's this guy, and he's, I know Eddie he's, Edwards. He's this tiny little guy. I genuinely thought it was a kid. Hornswoggle. No, no. Like I genuinely thought this was a kid. Like I thought there was some some guy who was maybe thirteen or fourteen years old that they just thrown in. Uh, I still don't know who it was. This guy was hilarious because he knows he's smaller than all these guys. He knows that it's not going to be legitimate if he's here beating these people around. 
but god this guy he's he's jumping off the top rope onto people's backs to like knock them down and then trying to eliminate them and he can't do any of it and Bully Ray just picks him up and just hoofs him out of the ring it's hilarious to watch something like that and then Flip Gordon is he's in a lucha mask he wasn't in the whole match because he's got Bully Ray powerbombed him outside and then he he comes in at the end when you think Bully Ray's won throws him over the top and rips off the mask like Flip Gordon wasn't booked for this show. It was a whole thing. There's something about all Flip's of us. Not um, up. Flip's uh, not booked. Flip's not booked. And then this. The crowd loved this. This yeah. was huge when he won. Yeah. I didn't see it like I said. But it was a. It, it sounded pretty fun. There was a big pop for this. A battle like, royal should be, yeah. should be fun. When he that's... wins. There's a big pop for that. Cool. So then we went on. Now this is when I start seeing. Um, the show from and as I said I'm not going to get in too much depth in all the matches but I will give um, my opinion on the matches and then of course you can give your opinion yeah. from the perspective that you were yeah well it's live so exactly so I'm I mean, kind of more bought into everything that's you there. bought into everything I mean yeah, yeah you're, you're, nothing's bad you're, when you're getting there, sold live, you're getting sold chicken fajita but it's shit fajita yeah. and you're tasting it and it's like yeah it's awesome man, it's the best great. fajita I've ever man, had yeah. I spent six dollars on a hot dog that was like the size of my hand yeah. like that thing wasn't worth six dollars but it was when I was there yeah exactly so so Matt Cross um, defeated uh, Maxwell, Jacob Friedman, and I thought, yeah, man, I'll be honest with you, um, because for me it was a show opener. Yeah, um, that's it. Did its job. It was there too. Yeah, I mean, it was only. It was actually. It was. It was. A, it's a good. It match. was. It was nine minutes and twenty three seconds. So for me, that's a perfect, 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 perfect time. Yeah, it's, for a show opener on a pay per view as well. It's a, it's a good opener. It really is. Matt Cross is the face, and there was enough in it. There wasn't too much in it. it like, and Matt Cross can be known. Like, I mean, he's one of the original indie guys you yeah. know what I mean you're talking about end dog 20 he, yeah. was, he was around with the Austin Aries and the CM Punks yeah. so um, I like a little doing. bit of grey hair that he has yeah, yeah. the abs aren't as abby as they used to be yeah, but I, I mean, tell you what he's still in better fucking yeah. shape than everyone else yeah he's but, um, better shape than anyone listening to this I'd say oh hell yeah and uh, including your host um, <laughs> but he uh, no he, he, he and I liked it. he slowed down a little bit too in the sense that he's working methodically yeah but he can still do what he needs to do yeah and that's the advice again that I always try and give the young guys and gals that are coming up look at an M-Dog 20 and look the way he used to work he's doing this Kenny Omega pace and he used, that was the way he worked now he's 40, you 40 can't do it maybe. Like, I mean, I don't know what age Matt Cross is. Um, I'll check it out now. Matt Cross is 37. Okay, so Matt Cross, he's not an old man by any stretch of the imagination, but he knows that his body cannot continue that style, so he's created a different kind of thing yeah. for himself. Well, if and you want to stick in the business, you gotta you got to slow down eventually. Slow down. So, But he showed me in that match a little bit um, the way to slow down. This was a great open. But also being able to put in those sexy... Sexy moments too. Yeah. Those, no, those this was a great. Spots. This was a great match. It didn't didn't overdo anything. Didn't make you like you don't want to be. It got everyone all in. Yeah, it did. You, you didn't want to be get everything at the start. Like yeah. you don't want the main course when yeah, you're yeah, yeah. your starter. No, it was perfect. They, these man. guys did it. It was perfectly. just enough soup and enough bread not to fill you. Yeah, and this was perfect. Exactly, yeah, this was and perfect. I'm sticking man. with that analogy forever. Yeah. Actually, um. So the next match now. This for me, man. I gotta say, I'm a huge fan of Arrow. Big fan of Steve O'Mail as a as a dude as yeah, well. Yeah, seems I mean, cool enough. Well, yeah, I've always loved him because he he does have a, a, a loves professional wrestling. Yeah, but also I love the guy's work ethic. I mean, even watching the the. Did you ever watch any of the YouTube videos of his Arrow stuff? No, I've never watched the YouTube stuff. I've just watched his oh, the dude, actual Arrow. Dude, but... you gotta check it out, right? On YouTube, there's this really cool video. It's about, I'd say it's between maybe six to ten minutes long yeah and it's shown him uh, the training that he does for all the arrow um, steps so, so basically he's got this big warehouse yeah this, the, the, the company has this big warehouse and he's got all these jump boxes and all and stuff that he has to jump up and do like the scenes yeah now he's not actually doing the scenes here but he's Just basically training. conditioning his body yeah so he's jumping off these like he's basically doing what you call that shit when people are jumping parkour, over buildings yeah. and stuff parkour and stuff is that what it's called yeah parkour yeah. yeah so it's similar to that and then he's jumping down and then he's picking up like a fake arrow and firing it and then he's doing to- dude I was like this motherfucker is fit like he is fucking super fit I mean I'm talking yeah. elite level fit 
Yeah. And so, for any of you guys and girls that haven't seen that, um, even if you're not a fan of the show, just type in Steve Amell Arrow Training. Um, I'll show you a little video in a while. I'll probably pull it up here while I'm talking to you. Um, but it's 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 crazy because you know this guy puts absolutely everything into his craft of, of and obviously he's an actor. So it, it's um, it's kind of weird when you see when you see him do this shit. But um, well, it, I felt that like watching him at this, I felt that as well because you know we're all wrestling fans. We've all seen wrestlers. You know. Um, they've they've brought people in for WrestleMania and like sure like and they we just there to wave or the like guy give, give a cheap chair shot he, or he might he might land or take a take a tombstone from Kane yeah he, <laughs> might, he <laughs> might take the, the odd punch or one move but they don't wrestle a match and like Steve Amell was on WrestleMania one of the years in a tag yeah team he was match in a, he was in a tag Neville. match yeah but like Neville did most of the work Steve Amell jumped in did a, a move or two and then out he got you know. Yeah. Um. But you could see in this that that wasn't the case here. This guy put the work in. Like he, he actually went. Like, you ever see him? Like he done um, the American. Uh, there you go. Like he done Celebrity Ninja Warrior and actually completed it. He was the first uh, celebrity to actually complete it. Yeah. So that just tells you the he, level. He has, he has the dedication, and okay, maybe he wasn't the uh, the greatest guy uh, on the show. But I mean, this is a guy who hasn't been a professional wrestler his entire life, and I I thought he he held himself well. I thought I thought the match was fine. Yeah, Chris he was he's in there with a pro like Chris Daniels, but um, I thought he he he, wow. he gave a good showing of That's himself. That's him there, dude. What's that for? Whoa, shit! Look at the shape of that motherfucker there. Yeah, he's, he's even bigger than he was in um in Arrow. Wow. But um, but yeah, I'll just show you. I'll just leave him doing Ninja Warrior here while we're talking. He but he I mean, gave a good showing of himself. Well, there from was... from from someone who was um, who has done the whole, you know, who has been a wrestler. Um, and I'll always consider myself a wrestler, no matter what. You know what I mean? Um, there was uh, there's another wrestler back there actually. Looking at that, that was um, Rockstar Spud, I do believe. When he uh, yeah yeah yeah, so that's him, yeah yeah that's Rockstar Spud. Um, we're just watching in the background for all you guys and girls. If you don't know it, um, check it out. It's uh, uh, Stephen Amell. He tears through the American Ninja Warrior Cross Challenge, which is one of the most difficult ones that so many people have not looked. I mean, he, like he's not even fallen. Yeah, his 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 balance is just absolutely unbelievable. He knows what he's doing. If I was you guys, I would take ten seconds when you're listening to this show, and if you're Listening to it on your phone. I'm sure you can get YouTube up as well. Turn Take it on 10 and watch seconds. It. So I'm going to give you a countdown 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Come on, I'm doing a slow count. 3, 2, 1. Look, Earl Hebner. Um, yeah, check it out. It's unbelievable because we're watching it here and it's like, yeah, it's, it's just this balance is just incredible. He's, like put, he, he's putting the work in. He was actually born to be a wrestler and he's a sexy beast as well. He's a good looking dude too, but he's also a really cool dude. Um, but yeah, so while I'm, um, look at this, he absolutely kills it. Oh my God. The, the, the hardest part, like you can actually see the cheese. Easy. It's easy. it's easy work, like yeah, he's this loving is, it. It's like what McGregor said. This is easy work, like yeah. Now this is the hardest thing. It's the bar thing where you've got to actually physically slide yourself, slide across. yourself over, and it's all about momentum. Look at this! Oh shit! Look at this! This guy when he wants to do something, he's putting his mind in. And this he, is and, and he and, didn't he didn't half ass this. And on this is and this is, and this is what I'm gonna get to um, because this I, I wanted to show you this just to put put a bit of context because I've actually been um, a big fan of this man like for a long time. You can actually see the chick that's hosting the show cheering and on. she's absolutely like she's marking out. Now I can say that, um, um, but she's marking out for it, and I'm marking out. So he's he's there and he's got more to do and he doesn't even look like he's sweating. Not even tired. He's not even tired. But um so while this while this is on the background and Ted Dad's gonna watching it and myself are watching it. The way um the way I looked at it with uh with this was 
I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting Stephen Amell because I, I literally, I, I didn't. Uh, I, I was expecting shit to be yeah. honest. I was expecting a quick five minute. Yeah, and dust I mean shit. he's in there with Christopher Daniels, one of the best uh, workers ever. Um, not just in an indie yeah. sense, just and in one of, general. One of the biggest things about this was the end. I, they did the right thing here. A oh guy, yeah, a I guy mean, like Stephen Amell should not be beaten. No, no, Chris and I mean, and, and don't forget, Chris Daniels is forty-seven. Jericho yeah. gets hailed for what he does at forty-seven. Chris Daniels is forty-seven and, and still looks great. Yeah. So it was amazing, and I did notice a couple of little things, uh, which I'm not. No, I will call it out because this isn't about censorship. This is about saying what you see. I did notice him sometimes having to. One thing I thought Christopher Daniels done a couple of times where I could see him actively talking to him, and I could also hear it. Yeah. See, when I he had him in a headlock, yeah, and I was kind of like, "Come on, Chris, you know you should know better than that." You know what I mean? And I was, yeah, and and I mean, it, I don't know. Maybe he thought he had to do that because he thought he might not hear him. But I was like, that was just one. But look, that's me. That's what I'm nitpicking at. Yeah, and people can go, "Oh well, Stephen Amell, he didn't look good doing this, or he didn't look good doing that." Well, I'll tell you one thing: he looks good fucking doing this shit because I, he's I literally he... look at this man. Yeah. Most people can't do a pull up. Yeah. And like this is absolutely crazy. Oh my god. I, I thought he looked good at the show. Um No he I, put he put the work in. I give him ten out of ten for effort and in terms of his talent, being able to to be in there with a veteran, um I would definitely give him a seven out of ten. Yeah in and terms his, of his ego didn't get the better of him. He didn't, didn't insist upon a win. And he took the big bump. He, he did. Took he, took, he took everything that he was took the big bump through the table and shit and he just uh, Yeah, he didn't he didn't he didn't shy away from anything. He yeah. um he went for it. He was all in. Yeah. And fair play to him. Like people can say what they want about oh she, she could have booked a proper a real wrestling talent on her or whatnot. This guy Well the people that are saying that, yeah. You could say that boys who sit eating potato chips. You can say um, that, but this guy put the work in and he deserved his spot on that show. And you gotta remember that you want as much mainstream attention as you can get, and this guy's going to help you get it. And this is exactly what he done. This is exactly what he done. Yeah. So I would give that. Um, I would give that match a far higher rating than a certain. Uh, the match yeah, itself, we, maybe not, but the effort that was put into that match. You've got it. It's all about context, that's mate. Dedication. It's all about context. You've got a, a a guy who's new, and yeah. He put on a good show. Look at this guy's workouts. They're just unbelievable. My yeah. God. But, yeah, so, um, that was, I mean, I, I'd like to see Stephen Amell back in a wrestling ring again. I think, I think, we'll, I think, I think we'll see him back. I think there's a lot of um, talent there. I mean... He seems to have a good relationship with Cody. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I think you'll see him back. He's, he's, only, he's only 37 as well, and he's a good... Toronto fucking Canadian as well. Mostly Canadians well, are Canadian, born into Canada produced some of the best. Chris Jericho, Canada, number Canada one. Canada is wrestling, you know? So, um, uh, Chris yeah, Jericho, we'll, number one. We'll, we'll plead the fifth on that one. Um, Chris Jericho would also tell you that himself. He's number one. <laughs> I think Chris Jericho would also tell you that. He's number one. That is the number one. Um, so, moving away from Bret Hart, we go to the. Um, see what I've done there? Didn't even know it. I, I saw it so too. we had Tessie Blanchard with Magnum TA and Tully Blanchard who I was absolutely stoked yeah, to see cool. I mean, Magnum TA man I've got a wrestling figurine over yeah. there Magnum TA one of many one of hundreds but Magnum TA for me believe it or not um, not a lot of people know this was one of my favourite wrestlers growing up I yeah. loved the whole Tom Selleck look but what I loved about him was that he was like a motorcycle. Yeah, no, you know I, what I mean, it was just a bad. It was cool, cool to see these these older. It was guys awesome. Coming out. I so, know, I know their relatives and stuff. Yeah. but it was still cool to see them. So come Tessie out. Blanchard coming out, you know, with her dad, and Tessie is a stocky young lady as well. She's she, only twenty three, and when I say stocky young lady, I don't mean that. And she's it, got big old arms on her. But that's what I'm that. saying. I don't mean that in any way, shape, or form like derogatory. I, I mean she looks good, man. Like, like in terms of her ability so she she is without a shadow of a doubt a future world champion well she is she's TNA world uh, yeah but she's she's going to the big league without a shadow of a doubt well, uh, maybe. when she wants to yeah it as well when she's ready um, and then she 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 um, she worked with uh, Chelsea Green and Madison Rain I have to say I was quite impressed with um, 
Madison Rain. There's also there was a, th- a fourth one in there as uh, well. Britt Baker. Britt Baker was yeah. in there as well. Yeah. All she f- was good all, too. All they were all awesome. They were all, all four awesome. of these girls put on. They were all awesome. Show, yeah. You know what I mean? And it, and it's it's just great to finally see the see the girls get their uh, get their dues. I mean, it, and it was a nice long match too. Like it was like nearly thirteen minutes. It was a good match. Um, yeah, but it, I didn't once get bored. No, no, I didn't get bored at all. You um, know what I mean? And this, like, I don't know if you if you were able to see this on the when you were watching the show, but this, this drew a standing ovation. Oh no, it did. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 See, I, I don't know. And, I, I and when the back, uh, yeah, we had the female commentary I've, commentators as well. Actually. Yeah, well, I, I can't. I couldn't hear any of that. But I, they, we did, had, they uh, did show that um, they had the two females. Out. It was up on the screen. Yeah, they showed yeah. We the, had Emma. What, what, what was it? I don't know what name she's gone under. Yeah, because I didn't so see we that. Had her, she, she was really cool. We it? had uh, with the two female commentators come out, which is always good. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. I can't judge if they were any good on commentary. They were awesome. Um, they were awesome. Emma, 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 man, Emma's yeah. just awesome anyway. But yeah, yeah. some people just come. Even though that's not a gimmick anymore, I love it. Yeah. Um. No, this this match was it was really good. The whole crowd was into it. There was. Thank God there was no um, and I, I I suppose this is kind of because you had like uh, like a more har- hardcore fan base, but there was no one kind of making the joke of oh, women's wrestling. No, there was no 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 unnecessary chance. There was no jabronis. The only chants I heard were you know were positive chants about mm. how good the Listen, match was. If and you things. like, and if it, you're if you're a wrestling fan and you see one of these girls who were all in fantastic shape yeah and they have a nice ass or they have a nice body or whatever that's absolutely fine to appreciate a woman's body in the sense that, because i mean at the end of the day they could be scantily clad in terms of what way they dress but they're also working they're wearing this uniform as their persona do you know because they're proud of how hard they work the same way the guys are proud of how hard they work wearing their little fucking wife fronts yeah so these girls aren't here to be fucking they're not, male, eye candy. Um, they're not eye candy anymore. Exactly. The, exactly. These, these are they're the not there to be eye candy. And that's what I'm saying to you. Yeah, you can have your favourite. You can go, oh, she's hot. She's hot. She's hot. Listen, go up and, go up and say that to Ronda Rousey. And d- don't get me wrong. Look, listen, people I might... dare, I dare any man to go up and tell Ronda Rousey to get her tits out for the lads yeah. and see what happens. Yeah, well, she'll be getting something out, but it'll be your teeth, mate. Probably your shoulder. Your shoulder or your yeah. teeth. So, listen, I people kind of think of this as as you know oh, we, there's no women in wrestling that are there as eye candy and you know people not anymore that's, there's not no. well there there's not there is and there isn't I mean well there is but they can work now and if they, they can't they can, work they, they're on the way they, to they, can, they can all work but if you look at and, it and in WWE CN Almas but he, has, he has but his also, manager and Ted she, let, me, let me get this right as well because I mean I've had I've had uh, you know one of my favourite female wrestlers on the show and you know I'm good friends with some of the some of the girl wrestlers yeah. as well, but especially Katie. I mean, Katie's a mutual friend. Yeah. Um, Katie has been on this show before, and she will also not appreciate someone like me talking, for example, and saying everything about women's wrestling is great. Oh, she's great just because she's a woman. Yeah. It's not it's about not. that. So it's not about being condescending either. It's the same way some of the guys suck. You, if there's a bad female wrestler, you need to be able to call that out as well and say, oh, well, I, I didn't appreciate and And I say female wrestler, and, and that's probably not even the right way to say it, like female wrestler. A girl just wrestler, wrestler. A girl worker. She's a just girl, a wrestler. Just a wrestler, okay? If a wrestler that happens to be a girl, okay, isn't great, you don't have to go, oh, yeah, it's steady, it's great. There's some that are working on it and are getting better. But what I'm essentially my point is, I think this is what it boils down to, and I think most great um, workers that are that are girls would agree with me here, is that girls are getting into wrestling now for the right reasons, rather than trying to get that modeling contract out of it. Yeah. Do you, does that make sense? I think I think there's there's always been girls that have gotten into it for the right reasons. Just oh no 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 hundred percent. But what I'm saying is now it's it's not the divas division anymore or the fucking even even that you're I getting into even it that now. I don't mind that this idea that the divas division divas the divas division wasn't bad. It was what was needed at the time. Uh, well, times have evolved. We look back and we look at that as as poor. Oh, that was a disgrace. It wasn't well, no? I then. don't. I don't think so. I, I mean, mean it, well, when I look back at the nineties and you had your bloody bra and panties match, you can look back now and go, that's a disgrace. None of the girls nowadays would do that. Well, I can tell you now, if they weren't doing it back then, they wouldn't have been hired by WWE. That's what they were there for. And that's what the division was. 
like it or not, that's that's our past. You can't erase history. That's what no, it was. But this, and it was liked back then. But this is what I'm saying. So my point now is that there is now for the, the, the girls that are trying to get into the wrestling business now, they know that they don't have to get... You don't get, have to do that. They don't have to get a tit enhancement. They don't have to have the blonde hair. They don't have to get plastic looking. This was a pre-requirement back in the day, and that's how you had to look. Girls now can be any shape, size, form. It does not matter. The same way that men could yeah. be. You could if have you a Bam work. Bam Bigelow. You could have a Vader, who were big built men. You'd have a Yokozuna, a Rikishi, but they got over on being somebody that could work with a Bret Hart I think and a Shawn Michaels and a Hulk Hogan. Now you've got someone like Natalia who is stocky in a good way, a really, really good physical female wrestler, mm. Be- beautiful wrestler as well in the sense of how she works. It's clean, Amazing yeah. worker. One, you actually, expect it from a heart. Though. Natalia is my favourite worker, you expect it to be from a heart or exactly. a or whatever Exactly. Like, and by the way, I've never heart. said this, rest in peace, Jim Neidhart, because, yeah. man, you're talking about one of my favourite characters yeah. in wrestling of all time. But just being on Natalia, and then you've got, so it's all about different, I mean, look at look at how Kaz is killing it at the moment as She's well. She's killing and, the and, and the same with, with, with Katie, and then Valkyrie Valkyrie's now. Valkyrie's coming, coming up, up now, Valkyrie killing it as well. Valkyrie is the next big thing. Valkyrie. No, she's, she's not even the next big thing, she is. She is the thing. She's and the and thing I tell right you, now. I'm going gonna, gonna to have Valkyrie on the show, we've, we've already talked, and that's going to be a really interesting um, uh, show that I, that I want to have. And I would actually like to get a lot of, a lot of the Irish girls all yeah. to come on and, and talk there's and, a good and, few of them like oh there's lots coming up like you got Debbie Coitel as well Keitel, She's Raven Creed from Denver Raven Core. Creed yeah there are, um, there's just so many and, but at the point and without staying on this for too long because like I said it can become condescending for some people to talk about women's wrestling because it makes it sound like this that. match wasn't good because there was women in it exactly this match was good because it was a good match do you know match. what I mean this some was, people some people are saying it for the reason to gain to gain kudos on their podcast and all no, going, oh, I'm saying this because it's what you're supposed to say, but like off camera, I'm gonna say something different. No, I, what I I'm enjoy, saying I to you, this match regardless. Me and you have had these conversations on the phone, yeah, talking about this. So anyway, well done, girls. Ten out of ten. Um, I'm gonna take a quick two minute break, um, which is a pee break, and then we're gonna come back to uh, a certain match that. Uh, yeah, this was to me was the most important match on I the show. I knew, knew walking in that this was going to be your match. This was this was <laughs> this had your 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 style was written all and, over. And and also w- w- would the uh, would the name of the title happen to be <laughs> played even, a part even, as well? Even without that, I don't think I you think just knew just this match. The two people that were going into it, the style that you could tell they were going to work. Um. Yeah, this was this was going to be you written all. And over. you knew that going over there, did you? Uh, yeah, once once the match was announced, I knew this was going to be... <laughs> I knew some people... Would, this wouldn't be everybody's cup of tea. Um, yeah. Some people would like it because it was on the show, but they'd never rate it as the best match. But other people are going to love this style. Yeah. And I yeah. knew that that was going to be you. Well, we're going to come back to it because it is me. 